The Big Play Reflog Show is brought to you by ShackNews.com. Shack News is the place to be for all your gaming needs with news, guides, walkthroughs, and reviews, including their featured articles celebrating the 25th anniversary of the Nintendo 64 hit Wave Race. And if you are still in the Halloween spirit, Check out their Shack Chat and debate the best games to play during the spooky season. And remember, you can join in on all the discussions and customize your feed to keep up with all your favorite gaming news using the Shack News Cortex and Shack News Reader. So if you're a gamer, Shack News is the site for you. Check them out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at the handle at Shack News and at ShackNews.com. It's time! Streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio, presenting the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight podcast of the world, The Big Play Reflux Show. Welcome to the Big Play Reflog Show. We are back. It is Monday, November 1st. Happy post-Halloween. Happy post-Browns game. We're going to try to bring you up here tonight on this Monday night. What is up, Nick and Chris? How we feeling? Happy pre-election day, too. Tomorrow is election day. Make sure you get out and vote. There you go. Public servant. Oh, I forgot you were a public servant for like three days. That's absolutely (laughs) right. I almost had Larry Householder's seat. Don't forget it. (laughs) Nick, what's up, man? What's up? And take note, Twitter headquarters, Chris is encouraging voting, not intimidating voters or whatever they tried to say last (laughs) time. So. It's true. I did get into trouble last time, didn't I? Yeah. So you're you're right and you're wrong. That's that's growth. (laughs) That's exactly right. That is right. All right, let's let's get right into it. We got a lot to talk about. So tonight on the show, we're going to kick it off with Browns headlines brought to you by TSE Cleveland. Break down that Browns-Steelers game for a little bit. See what the hell is going on with our Cleveland Browns. Then we're going to bring in uh, a winner, our featured interview, gold medalist Katie Najat. You'll remember she was on the show right before she won that gold medal. She's been doing the media circuit. We finally booked her. She's bringing the gold medal with her. Looking forward to talking to Katie. And of course, Dave, she famously said this. Well, she's a psychology. She has a degree in Well, she's a psychology major. I'm going to have to ask her if she ever did anything with that piece of paper, that diploma. Yeah, there you go. After that, we're going to get into our Browns trivia uh, Bengals edition for who wants to be a billionaire. Hopefully giving away some Labatt blue lights and some GV art gift cards. 
Mm-hmm. It's been a while. We've we're kind of kind of a dry spell here. Got to get a winner tonight. Sir Yacht kind of crapped the bed last week. <laughs> Josh Cripps. <laughs> then it's on to Browns versus Bengals. We'll look at some bets. We'll give you our predictions for the score. Break that game down. Uh, give you best worst tweets of the week and probably a little Cavs. They look pretty good, Nick. How about them Cavs? How about Looking the Cavs? Yeah. Good. Chris Bosh light. <laughs> yeah, right. No kidding. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Tonight we're gonna take no prisoners. Young Bloods will not appreciate that, but that is no. classic, classic Cavs intros. <laughs> Let's get into some headlines. Cleveland headlines brought to you by our good friends at Total Sports Enterprises Cleveland. They have helped us give away a ton of Browns gear, signed Browns gear. Go check them out, tscleveland.com. Look out for our next giveaway. You could be the winner. And I I completely forgot to do one this week. My bad. (laughs) I was just so distraught. After that game, I was like, oh, crap. So we'll do a good one this week. Get someone some signed Cleveland Browns gear. But let's talk about this game. Uh, Bally Sports Cleveland tweeted this out. They said it was a Baker quote. He said, we we have a good enough team. It's just that we're kicking ourselves in the foot right now, stubbing our toes, and just need to execute. Can, can we stop for a second? What is Baker yeah. wearing? What's he wearing in this particular picture? This looks like the curtains from Joe Burrow's parents' house from the draft. Wow. <laughs> That's a throwback. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really hip, Chris, with uh It's definitely fall clothes. colors. Yeah. yeah. He looks like, you know, a little... It's probably more expensive guy. than my house, that shirt is. But, uh, God, it's kind of ugly. You know, sp- speaking of expensive clothes, this is a complete tangent as we... Uh, Probably won't even get to talking about it. We're just going to avoid talking about it. My mom ordered something from a store. It was like a jacket, like a $100, $150 jacket or something. And she gets it. And inside the jacket is this super weird sweater. It has like a giant M on it. It looks like a sweater that um, uh, David like a- wear in Schitt's Creek. Oh yeah, okay. It's not like a Letterman sweater. Remember they had no, Letterman it's sweater. It's like a black one. It's got a giant M. It like goes down to your thighs. And she's like, "Hey, uh, you accidentally gave this to me." And they're like, "Oh, just keep it. It was an accident." Eight hundred dollar sweater. Dude, that's nice. Going, that is something right like David would wear. Yes. So you watch that? You watch the show? You watch? I do. Yes, yes. We talked about that. I hadn't watched it. I, I enjoyed it. It took a little bit of time, but I enjoyed it. Very good. All right. Do I guess we gotta talk Browns. Yeah. <laughs> so what 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 do we what do you guys make of this? It's here here's where I'm at. I, I feel like people are losing their minds trying to figure out what the problem is, and they're pinning it on Baker, they're pinning it on Odell, they're pinning it on the defense when it's you know, or Jarvis this last week. It's incredibly difficult to pin it because it's always something different each week. And I think that like it's, it's causing this fan base to go crazy. Like you, you, yeah. you, we want to blame someone so bad and cut them and get them out. But it's, it's every week. It's something different. And I think that's the most frustrating part about the Browns. 
Well, and the fact that everybody is missing what's right in front of them. If you're going to place blame on anybody, Jim Nance, man, Jim Nance, (laughs) if you go back ever since Jim Nance 20 years ago started calling Browns games, there's been 16 games, 16 games that we have played with Jim Nance as the head announcer. We, during that time, are 2-14. and 14. Two I thought that was a 14. joke. I thought that was parody. I thought that was satire. Absolutely we, we 100% true. Yep. And when you pair him with Romo, we're like 0-6 or something like that. So there you go. Double duty, Jim Nance, Tony Romo. That's what killed us more than anything else. I don't care about Baker. I don't care about Odell. It's Jim Nance. It's his fault, man. And he lives. he's got like a second home in Cleveland, too. He married a girl from Cleveland. I mean, at yeah, least one of his marriages. He's like 28. Yeah, one of his marriages was somebody from Cleveland. I don't That's know. That's the jinx, too. Yeah. He's a Browns fan, and it's now it's just un- yep, unlucky. <sighs> but, like, everyone's going crazy, especially with Baker Mayfield. Like, why? Like, it's Nick, you were talking about it's like politics. It's like extreme left, extreme right. There's no like logic in the middle. Like, okay, he's not like the, the, the far left is like he's Tom Brady. I wouldn't trade him for Aaron Rodgers. And then you have the far right who's like, cut him. The guy sucks. Let's see what Case can do. It's, Let's go, Brandon, is what they also say. Yeah, it's in the middle. It's yep. okay to be in the middle. It is. There's There's a reason why quarterbacks make the kind of money they do even the middle of the road quarterbacks because when you get one that is serviceable it's hard to it's hard to replace and that's the situation that the browns find themselves in aaron Rodgers is not walking through that door patrick mahomes who it was the nfl's darling child is starting to get figured out tom brady is not walking through that door i don't know what people want to do i get that it's the easy thing to do and it's the comfortable thing to do for browns fans especially my generation of browns fans because that's all yes. we've known it's is you, quarterback it's younger folk quarterback younger turnover folk. when when something goes wrong you got to get rid of the quarterback and that's why i think i'm so endeared to baker especially over some of the other guys in that draft class was is Josh Allen, you know, surviving Hugh Jackson and Freddie Kitchens? I don't know. Is Sam Darnold? I don't know. And and that's the no. the unwritten yes, stuff with Baker and his attitude and his toughness that kind of overcompensated for the rest of it all. So it's tough. We all want him to be better. I think that's the bottom line. There's nobody out there that's saying that he's all world and that he's like the next greatest thing. We all want more, and that's part of being a fan, but Right now, the Twitter streets are unbearable. We're, I, we're literally like breaking down enough. film on like a little fuzzy screen. Oh my god, he overthrew Odell again! Like, really? It's it's like pixels on a television. We're really gonna play this game every week? Then then maybe it is for the best, and maybe some of these fans do you know deserve to get rid of them, and we could go back to those days. <laughs> Sam Darnold will be available. Go root for Buffalo. If you want Sam Darnold, we could get Sam Darnold. He he is not going to get an extension. We could bring him back. If that's what people want, if people want to die on that hill, bring them back. I feel like the play where Baker got destroyed out of bounds. Great job, refs on no penalty there. (laughs) Idiots. And then he gets up and the crowd goes crazy. And then the very next play, the Jarvis completion, the fumble. I feel like that summed up the season very, very well. That's a nutshell. Those two plays back to back. And the fact that you know, there's a certain level of irony. I, I, uh oh. 
Chris Shorten out. Yeah, I got you, Dave. (laughs) Oh, he's frozen. You're all drunk drunk and hyped up. And then they get out there, and the team plays like crap and takes the crowd directly out of it, a crowd that very much wants to be in the game because you listen to that entire game, and it was like the, the wind was out of the balloon through most of it. And that was the first time outside of scoring plays, which obviously there weren't many, uh, <laughs> where you had the crowd actually get back into it. Was Baker getting the crowd going? And then, and there wasn't much time left in the game. Like that no. was going to be the moment I was like, I looked at that, saw him do that. I was like, we're going to go win this game. And then he threw it to Jarvis. I was like, we're going to go win this game. And then I was like, oh, we're not going to win this game. And then what's crazy is even after the fumble, we still got the football back with the same opportunity. And it was the same thing. It's like, okay, Baker's driving. He's hitting Njoku wide open. Landry had a redemption catch where he got out of bounds. It was like there was even less time. And I was sure. I'm like, we're going to win this game. And then Landry, you know, the Beckham thing, which I don't even want to get into because that's just over and done with. And then uh, then Landry drops it on third down after Higgins jumps offside mm-hmm. and, and that's the end of it. That was tough. I mean, Baker, he didn't have an amazing game, but he played pretty well. He he had a really first rough half. first half. Yeah, yeah. first half, man. People have forgotten yeah. about that. I think a lot of people, but he was doing the overthrow thing again. Dave, how many times have we talked about that? Drives me nuts. It's only been four years, Chris. It's, very, years. it's yeah. very weird to me I'm too. Developing a tick watching it. That like, it's, I get that Baker cut you off, Nick, but I'm also developing a tick when he does a pump fake. Yeah. If, if he pump fakes again, I'm going to throw up. How about that? Like just if, rip there's it. There's someone open. Yeah. Throw the ball. That's it's it's tough. It's you know what it is, and I don't yeah. want to be this guy, and I know we'll talk to Stefanski. It's overcorrection. That's what it boils down to. He's not the same Baker Mayfield that rifles it downfield. It's we yep. have to make the smart pass. We have to make the easy pass because that's what Stefanski says. There's no firing it downfield. There's yep. no play action. There's no rolling the pocket. There's no creativity. And quite frankly, that's why Stefan Diggs wanted out of Minnesota because it was literally just the most boring offense on planet Earth. I want to start slinging it. Run the ball and then play action, sling it. Do you guys care if he throws a couple of interceptions? Like he's no. on pace for 16 touchdowns in a 17 game season. Fire the dang football. It's part of the game. It's 2021. We're running this offense like Pat Shermer's still the head coach. Throw the football. Mike Nick, White threw Nick, 415 Nick. yards. I didn't even know who Mike White was before this week. Nick, it's a process. If, yeah, it's a, we're, we're playing the game like it's 2004. And you know what? Everybody, oh, the Browns have the two best receivers in the league. No, we don't. We have Jarvis Landry, who's a They're really good, good possession They're receiver, and Odell Beckham is a shell of himself. He got six yards yesterday. Let's not overlook that. Yeah, he's awful. He's a contributor. Awful. He caught the ball. Hey, he had an awesome Halloween costume. Yeah, Michael how about Jackson? that, huh? That was Talk about the main thing not being the main thing. When I the hell did care. Michael Jackson care. Thriller come out? Why are we still dressing as Michael Jackson? Man, don't you're even care. ripping that choice. He's been dead forever. Pick oh, a different right. costume. Smooth criminal going in, getting that paycheck every couple of weeks. Yeah, right? no kidding. Let, let's, let's, go, let's go talk to a proven winner, a world yes. Olympian gold medalist about our Browns. And oh. see if she can help us. Do we have to bring her down like this? I mean, what do you just, mean? Let's talk the positives. I mean, she just won a gold. Bring her down. I said a world Olympian gold medalist. 
and making our talk about the Cleveland Browns after that thing yesterday. Good Lord. Yeah. Let's bring her in. It is our interview of the week. Katie Najat joining the show. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for Katie Najat. Let me bring her in and we will kick it off. Katie, Hi welcome guys. to the Big Play Reflog Show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Same room. Everything yeah, same room. The same behind I have roommates, you. so I try to keep everything in here. So <laughs> Very good. I recognize the lamp. Everything is the same. Yeah. Except for the mountain of laundry behind me that I tried to hide. I wasn't going to mention that. Didn't know the shot was going to be this wide. <laughs> <laughs> we can minimize you down there if you'd like. It, it is. I mean, this is the real it is what it is. me. You're getting the full picture. So That's what we want. That <laughs> Katie, what oh, is going on? Are slobs too, we, we had you on right before the gold yes. medal. Yeah, you, you did. Go out, you crush it. <laughs> Dave was I, trying to jinx you too. I was not trying to jinx Yeah. You. Well, come on. You were saying when you win the gold medal, are you going to say this is <laughs> for you? I felt that was a little bit. I, I don't know. You're really walking the line there. Was that no good? I'm sorry. Was that no good? <laughs> I, no, I said it was, when I you mean, win. And you won. Fine. Yeah, it clearly worked out. So yeah. ends justify the means. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, I do get a little nervous with, you know, things like that but it is what it is and it worked out <laughs> and you grabbed the camera and said cleveland this is for you i did and <laughs> we were cleveland, this is well for she's you. a psychologist she has a degree in and you evidently also have a degree in psychology evidently <laughs> you, you didn't know that yeah no i yeah i think they were just filling with facts about me um but yeah it's funny i I hadn't really thought about it leading up to it. I just, my mind was so many other places. And then in that moment, I just, it, like, I, it just hit me. And I just really felt like I needed to say something to just say hi to everyone back home and everyone that was watching and all the support. I could feel it. And so I, I wanted that to come across. And that just, it just it kind of hit me in that moment, like you have to say this. And so uh, even though we had talked about it, it wasn't this big planned thing that it probably now seems like, but <laughs> look at Ed in Columbus. He says, I called it. <laughs> I think he might've been the one that asked he it was. in the first place. So yeah, I will take 10% credit for that. Katie, what's, what's yes. the coolest thing you've done since winning the gold? Outside you've of the show. Outside I mean, the it's show. gotta be everything associated with the Browns. Um, I mean, yeah. just getting, to talk to them, getting to go to their practice, and then getting to lead the dog pound in a cheer was just so cool. I mean, it's, I've, like I said, I've been a Browns fan since probably before I was born. My parents just, I was, I was a fan before I even could pick sides. So it just, I, <laughs> to get to do that was so cool. And they were so nice and receptive to everything. I, like, what could I possibly say that's going to resonate with these guys that are way cooler than me? It just, <laughs> you know, you just think NFL is just so up here and yeah. I'm what, not. What did you and say? so just the thought what, like, that. Yeah, yeah. What was that like? Like, what did, what the heck did you say to them when you were like in front of the team? Like, hey, this is Caden Jot, gold medalist. 
We're just like, hi. Baker, yeah. get those throws down. Come on. Yeah. Kill them. <laughs> no, well, I talked to the DBs. I did like a speech yeah. with them and the coach just wanted me to talk about, you know, if I don't start out with a good rhythm, how do you kind of find that? And um, just competing like all the way through. And, and so that was a lot of my competition was I didn't start out great i was in last until i won it so it's just i i think he kind of wanted me to go through that and just how to kind of fight through and um and then at practice i didn't realize i was going to be doing this but i guess coach Stefanski wanted me to come out and say a few words to the players and <laughs> i had i don't remember anything i said i think i mumbled something about just like I don't know, keep your head down and grind. I don't, I don't even remember. <laughs> Katie, what were the moments after? Like, I know we kind of blew you up on social media after, and I could, Thank I could you. only imagine the amount of, you know, texts and follows and DMS. Like, what is that like once you finally do get to your phone after literally just like after winning it all? It, yeah, it was absolutely blown up. I, I wanted to at least get to the Instagram stories that would disappear after 24 hours. Um, and that took me until about five, six in the morning, um, which I wasn't going to be sleeping anyways. I was just wired. I got back to the village around 1 a.m. and I ate a meal by myself <laughs> and FaceTimed my family and then just went to bed. It wasn't this crazy big celebration I think people expect but it was kind of nice because it allowed me to just soak it in and just realize what had just happened and and so I I did eventually I think get back to everybody um as best as I could but it definitely took a few a few days to to really get through all the messages which is amazing I I'm just blown away by the support and how many people saw it watched it all that good stuff so what's the rule with the gold medal? How long do you wear it after you physically get it and you're on Forever. the podium, you got it? Forever. Do you like wear it to bed? You get up the next day, like go get breakfast with just wearing it in line with everybody? Or how, how does that work? How did you do it? Well, honestly, it is very heavy. It's a lot heavier than I expected. It's at least a few pounds. And so I even they took me to some NBC interviews and in between I had to keep taking it off because it was just oh, heavy really pulling which is not a bad problem to have i mean i'll take it right right i would love to have that problem yeah (laughs) i will never ever have that problem so i think if i were to bed i'd just knock a tooth out or something So, so where do you keep something like that? Like I would keep something like that, like in the middle, like, I, I don't know, it'd be the centerpiece of my entire house all the time. If I yeah, had gold medal, I, what do you do? Do you have, I, I, but with, you know, you're, you're set up there. Do you have it like in a drawer or something? I just, I, right now it's on my counter. I nice. like, I've never owned anything this special before. So I was not ready for this. I just, at one point it was on my floor in the case, but like, it, like I just, do they give I you a case for that, or do you have to go on Amazon? To <laughs> Did they give you a case, a physical yes. case, or do you have to like go on Amazon and like, okay, gold medal, no. which one of these will work real well? Yeah, there's a there's a case, and then there's a case for the case. Nice. Um, so you can display it, but then when you travel with it, you can put it in more of a travel case. So 
any good stories of like traveling with it? Did you have any problems going through? That would be so much fun. <laughs> Did it so, break like, like uh, Eddie George's Heisman trophy? Right. Or are you going through security and they're like, it, I, I, what it could be is it my yes. belt buckle? Oh, this thing around my neck. Oh, that's I a saw flex. a girl did a video on that. That was cute. Oh, really? I, I always carry it in my or keep it in my carry on because I'm not about to check that and lose it with my luck. That would happen in a minute. So I just, yeah, I, <laughs> there, there have been a few times where the person working is just like shuffling through, kind of annoyed. They have to look at another person's thing and then they open it and they're like, wait a minute. Uh, they're like really (laughs) yeah um but there have been some people what i remember one woman just opened it up looked at it closed it and handed it back and said okay (laughs) all right another fake metal coming through yeah (laughs) oh that's funny um all right so we were talking browns right before this Where, where where are you with the browns did you get to watch the game sunday what, what's your uh, sort of. on this team? I, so I'm obviously not in the area. I'm back in Atlanta. So I, I got to watch a very, very suspect uh, feed and it, it bounced every two seconds. So I don't think I actually got to see a play through as I was mostly listening to the announcers, but I mean, it's just. Our Olympians have to watch a pirated feed of their own. I looked Everywhere. I was ready to purchase a feed and I could not find one even to to buy to watch the game. Like <laughs> this breaks my um, heart. We need to start a GoFundMe for Olympians so that they can watch NFL football of their hometown I mean, teams. I could have I could gladly buy it. I just, yeah, you just can't find it. Streaming nowadays. Find it it's anywhere. Yeah. It's like this is not in your area on NBC. Like it's all right. Yeah. Well okay. yeah. but yeah, I mean obviously as a brown fan i'm sad like i I, and getting to meet these guys it's like i just i'm pulling for them so much and it's like they're so close and i actually just tweeted this um uh, ironically about something else but it's like no athlete wants to go in and have a bad day especially when there's this many eyes on them and this many fans behind them like they want to and And so like, I get the frustration, but like, I'm, I just, I feel for them because like, I, I get it as an athlete, you're just out there giving it your all each time. And you're all just looks a little different sometimes. And with football, it's going to be very different because it's not the same thing every time, at least with what I do, every time I come down, it's the exact same circumstances and things. And, um, you know, so you got different players and different plays and all that. So I, I mean, as a Browns fan, I'm definitely, I I'm sad because I think we're very capable of a winning record, but I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm sad for them because I know they're, they're you and know it's, now. what, you know, them now. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like pulling for them on such a personal level too, but I, what's fun is that we're, we're frustrated because we know there's potential there. At least several years ago, we were like, yep, they lost. Like, it's, it's kind of fun to be close. Like every game we're going in excited. I, I mean, this hasn't, I mean, other than last year, this really hadn't happened in a very long time. So it's just as frustrating as it is to walk away with a loss. It's like, 
I'm still so excited for the rest of the season. And I, I, it's there. It's so like, they these guys are really talented and they're figuring it out, but yeah. Can we yeah, get a prediction, a prediction for this week? We got the Browns, the Bengals. Do you have a score in your head and how do you think that game's going to go down in Cincy? I mean, to be honest, I don't watch enough of the rest of the NFL to even have a gauge as to how good the Bengals are. Um, I I couldn't even begin to tell you what that would be. But I'm going to say that we're going to win because obviously. Because otherwise you're going to get roasted on Twitter. So (laughs) yeah. I don't I don't need to get canceled by the Browns. Um, No, I just I think each week it's been just fluky things. And I admittedly had been traveling a lot, so I didn't get to watch all the games this season. But just hearing some of the feedback. Really? Yes. The other things going on. Huh? (laughs) Crazy. I know. Huh? Uh, Priorities. Come on. Katie, you you mentioned uh, er, earlier. Your the the day that you won gold, it was a rocky start, like right to to kind of kick things off. I bet you a bunch of people at Fat Little Buddies were holding their breath at the beginning of this thing. What kind of goes through your head um, when when you start off like that and you have to perform, you have to turn things around mentally? What what's that like? Because I think some of the Browns players could use some advice. I well. Honestly, my first thought was you just made a lot of people wake up at six in the morning to watch you. It's going to be a really sad state of affairs in that bar if you miss this bar. Um, It was, you know, it was very unsettling because I don't, not not to sound cocky, but I don't normally miss the first height because the warmups act as, you know, telling me what pole to start on, where to put the standards. It tells me everything I need to know. And so usually that's pretty smooth sailing, but actually my warmups didn't go so well because my quad on my takeoff leg just would not loosen up. It was, it just kept grabbing and cramping in a way I had never experienced. And so a lot of the warmups were just trying to get it to loosen up and not actually focusing on the technical things that I needed to for the competition. So those first couple jumps were really, I think, just acting as a glorified warm-up because by then it had loosened up but yeah I think something my coach and I have worked really hard on and something that definitely came into play there was you know every time I come down the runway I am it's a new attempt and I am focusing the same way every time just executing my cues and just keeping the focus on what I can control and as I'm coming down I'm telling my body what to do like I I guess I didn't realize I did this, but I guess I talked to myself on the runway before my jumps and all I'm saying are my cues over and over again. Okay. Pull tip up, jump on one, jump on one, like really jump. Like you've never jumped before because as I'm coming down on bars, you got to just put more force into the takeoff. Um, So yeah, it was very stressful. Um, Not something (laughs) I would recommend doing again, Uh, but that's why I think too, I can empathize with them because I was one jump away from the worst meet of my life and it ended up being the best meet of my life. Like if I, and I almost kind of nicked it on the backside, even on that third attempt. So it just, you know, one, one thing being a little off and all of a sudden it could be a, I might not be talking to you guys again, you know? (laughs) Yeah. If you want, if you had silver, we were not having you on. Yeah, if I had no height, you'd unfollow me. It would have been bad. 
<laughs> now, if you've gone back and watched the video, I mean, I'd assume you probably did from a technical standpoint uh, to kind of analyze yourself. Have you done that or, or not so much? Actually, I haven't watched the videos my coach took to really analyze the jumps because uh -huh. I just wanted to <laughs> bask in it before he told me all the things I did wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like any but, good coach, um, right? What was that? Like any good coach should, yeah, right? right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, yeah, I mean, obviously it was not my best meet overall from beginning to end it was a little bit of a mess so um but i've definitely seen the clips i haven't watched it beginning to end and i really try to avoid that first bar because i still feel that you know i know i know how it feels to be on a third attempt at an opening height and then you add the olympic games pressure to that it was i it was a feeling i definitely don't want to feel <laughs> again <laughs> Um, but, and of course my family will never, ever let me live it down. I mean, every person <laughs> I've talked to, you just had to make it so stressful. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I would have made it so easy if I could. I promise. Oh, that's, that is incredible. We were, we were so pumped here watching yeah. that and just yeah. everything all the, the success that you've gotten from it is, is really really cool to see especially being from cleveland it's Thank awesome you. well yeah and the fact that she said cleveland this is for you that that part of that was so cool because the way it came down too was that i had heard from somebody hey it was on they got it they got the audio they got the video it's on some foreign network or something and then somebody posted it. So I was frantically looking all around because I was like, <laughs> I hear that she did it. She actually did it. And I'm trying to find this darn thing. And yeah. finally, somebody sent it to me after I put out like a bounty to get it. Katie, <laughs> imagine, Katie, imagine our group chat. Like our phones were probably similar to yours because everyone was like, she did it. She did it. Like find the audio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we were doing all that digging and sure enough, you did. And, and the fact that you did it, the way you did it, you physically just like grabbing the camera too, just made yeah. it so much better because it was one thing to stick your face in the camera, but really to grab it the way with the level of aggression, it's like, you could feel that you could feel that moment. It was so genuine. And that was fantastic. Thank you. I just, I think like leading up to it, like when you guys had asked me that, it's like, I could never do that because that's going to come off so cheesy. LeBron has done it. But just in that moment, that like, yeah. it just it sounds cheesy, but it like burst out of me. Like it just, I, that it just, it was the only thing that I could say in that moment to like sum up what I was feeling and just say thank you to everybody. Like it's, it was just, I, yeah, oh, it, make, it gives me chills thinking about it because it was just, it was the coolest moment of my life so <laughs> it, it's a cleveland thing i mean lebron did it stipe did it when he won the ufc heavyweight championship oh, did he okay yeah yeah so it's uh it's definitely a cleveland thing we stick together <laughs> we do <laughs> all right when are we tailgating for some beers for browns when are you coming back to cleveland i i will be back around thanksgiving so i know they're out of town that weekend but i don't know if that means muni lot is out of town that weekend so um but bring, bring I, the gold i will gladly i want you guys to feel how heavy it is <laughs> no kidding no kidding is it in the case right now we did say if you came back you had to show us the gold 
Do you I, have it close by or no? Yes, hundred percent. We have to see it. Yeah, you have it close enough that you you could pull it up, like right now. Uh, no, it is downstairs. No. <laughs> sorry, like, sorry guys. No, I should have planned for that. My bad. It, it, it'll be better in real life. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> All right, Katie, we, we greatly appreciate the time. Um, Thank con- you. Congrats on everything. I'm sure you're exhausted. You've, you've been all over the place, but you had to get the, uh, the, the biggest and best show out of the way last year. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. Hey, always... hey, Katie, before we let you go, one, one last thing. So what exactly are you doing now? What, what's kind of next for you? I just started training. Um, and so it's, (laughs) it starts all back over again. I started back up. I'm like, okay, it's over. Like (laughs) I got to prove it again now. Um, but this year in the summer, there's going to be worlds in the United States. And so other than competing for the Olympics, you know, competing in your home country at a world championships is probably as good as it gets. And so I'll do that. And, uh, yeah, well, hopefully I have to make that team. There's also an indoor world championships this coming year, and there's going to be a major event every single year for the next couple of years up to the next Olympics. And so hopefully that'll kind of keep me sharp to hopefully defend my title. Repeat. Yes, yes. Fantastic. And hopefully next Olympics, we will have a Super Bowl by then. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I would gladly lead the dog pound in a Super Bowl. Yes. <laughs> Katie, we appreciate the time. Uh, congrats on everything, and we'll talk again soon. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Katie. Katie, crushing it. That was that was awesome. Good stuff. It's just care. what we needed on the show is we needed a winner today. Oh my Katie God. Katie delivered that. She delivered the energy, the positivity. That's what we needed. Don't you feel better? I feel like cleansed from what happened yesterday. Yeah. I had a rough day. I was in a funk all day. I didn't feel like doing anything. I didn't even feel like doing the show like this morning. Same. And now I feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all bad. We we definitely do have some winners. Yeah, we yeah. do. We've got Katie and the Cavs sometimes. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to get into some who wants to be a billionaire. Um, I don't I don't see them waiting. So let's let's text producer Nick here. What's going um, on? Come on. Hey, what did the Cavs do tonight? Is that Cavs game over? Yeah, it's over. Cavs won. Cavs won. How about Cavs that? Cavs over Charlotte in Charlotte. So they finished off the road trip on a high note. Back to the field house on Wednesday. All right, so Nick, for the... Uh... Tonight we're gonna take no prisoners. This time we're gonna live a dream. Nick, you look like you're in like a 80s movie. Just just grooving like you're a detective walking down the street. I love it. You guys know when the Cavs are good, I'm good. Uh, even though the Browns definitely had me in a funk all day today, but we had Katie on the show. Yep. The Cavs beat LaMelo Ball with no Kevin Love. Heck yeah. I'm in a good mood tonight. That's right. All right, we're, we're going to get into an even better mood because we're going to give away some Labatt Blue Lights and a GVR gift card because – our contestant this week is going to win. It wow. is at Parslow underscore 88. Derek is joining us for who wants to be a billionaire. Let's kick this thing off. Oh, where's my music? 
Oh, yeah. that was anticlimactic. Tonight we're gonna take no prisoners. This time we're gonna live a dream. Tonight the old right, we're going we're going to epic music. Hard working town, hard working team. Turn it off. <laughs> so cheesy. I love it. So Here we go. Who wants to be a billionaire? All right. If you haven't watched, you want to be a billionaire. Each week, we give a contestant a chance to answer Brown's trivia questions for their chance to win. Start off with cash for a Labatt six pack. You can move on for a twelve pack, a twenty four pack. And one final question to take home a case of Labatt Blue Light and a GV Art shirt. This week, we welcome in Derek. Derek, are you ready to play Who Wants to Be a Billionaire? I'm as ready as I can be. Let's do it. <laughs> Derek, tell the people uh, how long you've been a Browns fan. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, my entire life. So I'm 23. Uh, I was born when... You know, obviously they were in Baltimore, so uh, my dad brought me into it, and I've been here ever since. I love it. I have a good feeling about this, guys. <laughs> I think Derek is going to win this. How confident are you? Pretty confident. I'm a. I'm pretty good with at least Brown's. You know, good history. I'm pretty good with the Bengals too. So I'm. I'm pretty confident. So let's see how we can do. Okay. Well, we're gonna go old school for question number one. Four cash for a six pack of Labatt. Here we go. What NFL legend was the first coach in franchise history for both the Browns and the Bengals? Mm, I got to I got to go deep into the mind for that one. Paul Brown. Boom, he got it. He is off and ready to roll. Would you like to move on for a 12 pack? Let's do it. Chris, give him the question. Which current Cincinnati defensive tackle was a third-round draft pick of the Browns in 2017. Started 46 games for the Browns over the last three seasons. One of my absolute favorite players for the Browns that, you know, in my recent history, I love this guy, Larry Ogunjobi. Beautiful. Heck, yes. It's tough seeing him do so well. Too. He's yeah, he's, well. he's playing absolutely great so far. Not for me. The entire time he was here, I still couldn't yeah. pronounce his name. So, oh my God, Derek! Every show, Chris would be like Larry, go Ogan, Ogan, Zobi. How you say? Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> that is right. All right, man, you are crushing this. I I think these last couple are are not that hard either. Would you like I to see move him on? getting these? I I, yeah. I like his yeah. chances on three. Yeah. All right, number moving four. on for a case. Let's do it. All right, Nick, give him the question. All right, question number three. For cash for a 24-pack of Labatt, in 2007, Cleveland beat the Bengals 51-45 to in one of the wildest games in recent Cleveland Browns history. This quarterback threw for 328 yards and five touchdowns for the Browns. The man, the myth, the legend, Derek Anderson. Wow. <laughs> Agent DA. One of yeah. yeah, one of my favorite quarterbacks. Do you know Heck. who the who was the running back? 
in that game? Do you remember? 2007, uh, Jamal Lewis. Wow. Beautiful. 216 <laughs> yards in that game. Yeah, and uh, Cribs had – no, not Cribs. Uh, Braylon Edwards had two touchdowns, right? And yeah. someone else also. And one other guy. Can you name the other guy who had two well, touchdowns? That's a, that's a tough one. He was a little older. Not Winslow. Is it Jura Vicious? Wow. Wow. And actually, Kellen Winslow had the other touchdowns. Yeah, Winslow did too. Yeah. Yep. Holy Toledo. All right. I'm going to ask. Man. What I'm like Ken Jennings sure. over here. Yeah, this is, this is phenomenal. <laughs> we should do this segment where we have two guys go against each other, and yeah. he could just be the Jeopardy guy who's here for like a year. I'm totally down for that. I'm absolutely down. Let's, let's bring Yacht in. He'd be like oh, Glass no. Joe. Um, like Glass Joe in this competition. Love Joey, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you moving on for a case and a GVR gift card? Let's do it. All right. And which which GVR shirt are you going to go with? This is the Miles one. This is what I would recommend, but there's a lot of good ones out there. Yeah, probably a Miles T. He definitely deserves some more love. Heck yeah. All right. Here we go. For the case of Labatt Blue Light and the GVR shirt, which former Bengals backup quarterback did the Browns try to trade a second and third round draft pick for in 2017? He's already got it. The one where, you know, it was accidentally nixed at the deadline, A.J. McCarron. (laughs) Wow. Wow. He slaughtered the game, man. Oh my God! Not even close. No one has walked in with that kind of swagger and walked out of here with a GV art and what a twenty-four pack of beer like that. Very impressive. You are a winner, my man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the time. (laughs) All right. Before we let you go, extra credit on this. (laughs) What do you got? AJ McCarron. Do you remember where he went to college? Bama. Okay. Extra credit here. Can you name the announcer that once oogled his girlfriend on national TV? Musburger. Boom. <laughs> wow. This is like the yeah. weird, the weirdest thing ever. I swear. <laughs> I remember that vividly watching that. <laughs> Dude, this is, this is freaky, man. This is incredible. Has <laughs> oh, he got a copy of our notes too? <laughs> yeah. Impressive. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you crushed it, man! Congratulations. We will uh, we will shoot that over to you shortly. You are the man. Before we let you go, Browns prediction against the Bengals. And you know what? Since you won, I'll give you a little bit more airtime. What? Are you, how are you feeling about the Browns right now? Yeah, we should give these guys like an extra minute, like they do yeah. on a lot of those shows, where you get Absolutely. whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, yesterday, you know, such a weird game, right? You know, it feels like the defense is struggling all day long, but. You only give up 15 Uh, third downs just consistently still. So what seems like the problem, Uh, John Johnson losing, uh, losing him kind of during the middle of the game was rough. Uh, Hopefully Grant can kind of be a good fill in. And if he stays healthy throughout the week. Uh, But I mean, I don't know what's going on with the offense. I mean, they couldn't really, they tried to establish the run early. A few of those Chubb runs, he wasn't getting any good traction really. Uh, and it's just, it's just weird. I don't, it's like, you can't explain it, what's going on. Uh, but I, you know, like I tweeted earlier today, I trust AB, I trust the So if something happens before tomorrow's deadline, if something doesn't happen, you know, regardless, trust their vision, see what's going to go, uh, see what's going to happen. I feel like we're going to have a good week. You know, I wish, you know, 
Mike White could play for us this week again, maybe. Uh, that would be kind of cool. But, I mean, that was an interesting game, too, with the Jets. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm liking our chances, especially if we can get Denzel back healthy this week because uh, they're loaded at receiver. So it's gonna, they're going to have their hands full for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, Derek, a rational Browns fan. Tough to wow. find on the we internet. Found one. That was good. Yeah, that was a good run. No rants. What is, so score prediction, what do you think for the Bengals? Um, well, I, I think we'll keep it close again. You know, defense, I think they'll kind of stick to what they're doing, keeping it low scoring. But I'll say around the line of 23-17, us, 23-17 Browns. God, I would take that in a second. Mm-hmm. Take any in a heartbeat. W. And last one, we were we were talking about this earlier. Do you want to see Baker sling it? Yeah, you, you, in the watching the all twenty two, there's a couple plays. Uh, there was one especially where Schwartz is kind of towards the uh, the bottom of. The, and if Baker doesn't run out of bounds and kind of just go for a loss, I mean, if he slings it, that could be a touchdown. But you know, some of the guys they don't have his trust, and I don't think he wants to kind of th- make anything go risky if you know they're not going to have a good chance of catching it. So. Okay, you're watch uh, watch all twenty two guys. So mm-hmm. got to ask the question now: What does the all twenty two say about OBJ in that game? He, I mean, it's the one play that everybody you know, that was pretty much the hype where he could have gone up for it. He kind of made a right. half effort, but he was you know three guys are around him. He could have gotten hit pretty good. Uh, there, I mean, there are a couple plays where he is pretty open, but then there's one thing that stuck out to me where uh, Dearness uh, his touchdown. You know, mm-hmm. OBJ is on the right side he by himself, one on one coverage, and he, he walks off, off the field, field, doesn't even celebrate. You could Jarvis kind of jogs up to him, kind of gives him a little bit of a dab, but Odell kind of just walks right off. So you tell he's a little frustrated, but I mean, I mean, it, it's it's mind boggling how this experiment just has not really panned out for us yet. <laughs> Two years in, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> three, <laughs> and, we, and we all thought John Dorsey was God for making that day happen and trading for him. But I mean, it's just, it's so weird. And then as we know, as soon as he leaves, he's going to pick it back up and, you know, he'll be good somewhere else, but it's just weird. Can't explain it. It makes yeah. me miss Brashad Perriman for some weird reason, because he, he had a he had very decent season that year. He did, man. He did. I think wow. it might just be the pressure too. So it could be, well, you know what? Yeah. You, you handled the pressure quite nicely, my man. Well done. Congratulations. Go Browns. And enjoy that LaFat Blue Light and that GB shirt. Thank you, guys. Take care. All right, Derek. Good stuff. (laughs) Crushed it. That was a confident who wants to be a billionaire. That's our most confident billionaire ever. Oh, yeah. Some people stumble their way into it, and Gab's giving them, you know, Fosh Horton as hints instead of Josh Gordon. And man, it, no hints needed. That was awesome. Yeah. I, I think I think this one was one of the easier ones, especially the, the fourth question. Yeah. yeah the he, last was getting, he was getting all the hints too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I right. mean, it's yeah. one thing to not know the question. He knows all the hints, he knows everything. He was going yeah. like three, four deep on games from 20 years ago oh man Derek diehard 23 year old Browns fan Nick you guys yeah. are out there are you Crazy. 23 now you're nope. 23 right 22 yep god he's so, so young Dave so young, so young. all right let's... Off the Browns don't win a Super Bowl in the next few years that's okay I got a long life 
That's right. Thinking, man, they've only got like four or five left. <laughs> Chris, Chris, remember saying that? Yeah. <laughs> I do get this I thing done, man. I'm starting to head down that direction. Believe oh, me. Shut no. up. Shut up. Yeah, yeah but the, the, what have they shown me to give me any type of hope? You have a Cavs championship already. I do. Oh. By your age, I was, what was I doing? I was hey, like, what are oh, you... the Indians have come so close. Man, we have so much talent. Maybe this year will be our year. Speaking of the Cavs championship, something that didn't go unnoticed to me, and I know we're not going to do a ton of Cavs. You guys notice there's a little flirting going on uh, on social media with LeBron and the Cavs and kind of some oh, right winks now? and some, some winks and some king emojis and some young bull emojis. and You know what, though? Oh, I feel like I, I will. No, I, I'm going to stop you right there because He's crushing. Yeah, a little bit, but I'm no, he, he would never say this roster is so the, the best roster out there, but because he if he ever came back, he would want to be the guy who takes this roster to the next. Yeah. Level. Oh, well, or just trade everything away. He's already traded everything away in Los Angeles. They have nothing left. We have all the things to trade away. How long is he locked up for there? He'll this year and next. So he'll be 38 when he's a free agent. He's coming back. There you go. Wow. Breaking news. Breaking <laughs> wow. news. Breaking news. I think so too. I really do. And I didn't think that really after he won the title, even after last season, but a lot of the flirting and stuff, it's just been weird. And it was the same thing that he started to do last time when he was with the Heat. He, you know, he literally said, if they welcomed back, it's something I wouldn't rule out. So yeah. it, it's slowly building. We got some clutch guys. Garland is a clutch guy. So I like the so team without Kevin Love for the next 10 years. So he'll be able to play with Kevin Love again. Could you imagine? Oh, Kevin Love's not playing bad, though. I, I got to give a tip of the hat to Mr. Kevin Love. He's Dude, been he well averages 9-9, and nine, and he's one yeah. of the highest-paid players in the sport. Okay. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not the best investment, but he's been playing better. Yeah. He certainly did he's last year. Right. He's got he's a mysterious there. COVID-related injury or so weird. something going on there. But... Super weird. Yeah. All right, let's, let's, let's go on. to let's, We're moving on to Cincinnati. Let's look at some bets. Move on to Cincinnati. Oh, I forgot to update the graphic. It's OB, it's OBJ. <laughs> you got to keep that OBJ, even when he's off the team. Just keep OBJ up there. Oh, yes. If you're looking to bet the over on OBJ, one catch for six yards, go six to yards over under, Dave. I'm going to put you on the spot here. That's Ten yards one. over under. I'm going to go over. I'm taking the over, Chris. You know me. The if you want to bet man. the over on OBJ, I don't even know if they're going to put it out there anymore. But head over to my bookie. Go double your first deposit. Get into the action. Start betting on these Browns. I think it's going to be a shootout this week. We haven't even gotten into that. Bet the over. It's going to be probably pretty low with this this Browns team. I think we're going to come out swinging. It's going to be a fun game. Get those bets in. Get those parlays in. And bet along with us. Double your deposit. Use promo code BIGPLAY to get your first deposit doubled up. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Nick, you tweeted it out. Browns are a two-point dog 
to the five and three Bengals. Joey B, how you feeling about that? You know, a couple of weeks ago, I thought the Bengals were just a cute story. You know, they had sure. won a couple of games. It was like, all right, cool. This is good to see, you know, for the future of football, whatever. Joe Burrow's fine. And then they went out and beat Baltimore in Baltimore. And I was like, okay, maybe they're actually for real. But then in in simple Ohio, and it's in only a way that an Ohio team could, went out there and laid an egg against the Jets. So I really don't know what to make of this, and I feel like that's why it's a two and a half. You know, they're they're at home, but it's, they're not giving them that three. So I don't know really what Vegas is thinking here. I, I haven't had much time to think about it, admittedly. And maybe they just see two teams that are kind of in the middle and, you know, Jekyll and Hyde, and one week it's something, one week's another, kind of for both squads. Same thing that since yeah. his other loss was the Bears. So it's <laughs> it's not like they're uh, – We held a one yard. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's just it's a mixed bag. Same thing with us. You know, their their defense, some weeks they show up, some weeks they don't. They have a safety in Jesse Bates. I think he's really good. I certainly wouldn't throw it his way. They're going to pay him a whole lot of money, at least they should, and and somehow he let Mike White, who was a former Cleveland mayor, throw over 400 yards on them. So I, I don't know what He happened. let the Browns leave town. Yeah. I think the city could have done <laughs> some more there. So last week we said it was a must win or a can't lose game against the Steelers. <laughs> we lost, so I don't know what that means. But Chris, is this a must win for the Browns? Absolutely. 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 It's got to be, right? Yeah. You look at where the Browns are at right now and what's left on their schedule. One of the important things is that we play a lot of divisional games, right? That Pittsburgh game was our yep. first. Yep. So now we still got the Ravens twice. We still got the Bengals twice. We got the Bengals are going to wrap up our season. So there's a lot of meat on the bone when it comes to this schedule and what happens in this division. And it's got to start on Sunday with the Bengals. And I, I really think that we could do it. I, I, I really do. I, this, this team has been so up and down. It's been such a roller coaster. I, I, I think that, that finally, maybe we can galvanize after that loss to Pittsburgh. Maybe we can rally the troops because we were humbled a bit. You know, you see these guys, Especially like I, I know it was Halloween, but you're dressing up in costumes. You got <laughs> Miles Garrett out there, you know, as the Grim oh, Reaper, God. really hamming it up. And I love that stuff. Don't get me wrong. I mean that that makes it fun. But at the same time, when you go out and lay an egg at home when you're expected to beat your biggest rival, that really hurts. So and then you I'm put going the on costume the on for the post game press conference. Read the room. I was sick oh, to my really? I was sick to my stomach oh, after that game. And that. he's sitting up there in his cape. I love Miles, and I know we all do. We got yeah. the Miles stuff behind us. Dave's yeah. got the same shirt on. We love him. He's been literally the most that. consistent player since 2017. But God, let the main thing be the main thing for once. He's sitting there in his cape. I'm like borderline hugging the toilet bowl. I was oh, so come upset. Come on, <laughs> you sound like Rizzo. It was. Get what do you mean? He, he didn't bring any other clothes. He had to wear the cape. <laughs> it, it, he was in the like his normal clothes. Like there was no other part of the costume, just the cape. It, it wasn't a good day, Nick. It wasn't a good day. Why he put the cape back on? I don't know. The over under uh, set at forty six. I am hammering the over on this. Yeah, game. I sure. think we're gonna see. I don't know why there's there's no reason to think this, but I feel like we're going to see a Joey B Baker Mayfield game where both of these guys look really good. 
I don't I, want that. I'll be honest. I, the, the way that these games have gone, could our defense do something? I know that they they held the Steelers to 15 points. points. I mean, they're they're a crap team now that we lost to. Oh, and the yardage. The yardage. We're third most. We give up the third most yardage. So, yeah, the Steelers are a crap team, and the Bengals are going to make you pay. So, I really yep. don't want to get in this shootout, especially with how anemic that this offense has looked at times. And Odell Beckham, I know we said we weren't going to do it. I And I know, you know, Katie had talked about it as well as, you know, our Who Wants to Be a Billionaire winner talked about it. Derek, they just, they're done with him. I, they're they're not done with him to the point they're not getting rid of him tomorrow. I'm not saying that. I think You're, he's more done with us than we are of him. I mean, there's not a play in the playbook to get this guy on a jet sweep, to get this guy in a rolled pocket where he streaks the field wide open. And I know the all 22 Twitter and the guys that like to freeze frame little players that you can't even see where it is. It looks like the Tecmo Bowl things that you tweet out, Dave. Um, I was all wait, 22 if you, if you played Retro Bowl. It's fantastic. Download it on your phone. Oh, I'll do, yeah, I'll play. It's I've been looking fun. for a new game, actually. Yeah. But anyways, Retro Bowl. The, these all 22 guys make me so mad. He's wide open. How didn't Baker see him? Well, that's because he's tw- doing the Macarena and twerking, and he's not even out of his route. He's pump faking. He's too busy pump faking, Nick. I'm I'm so aggravated. I'm so done with them. And the Browns are done with them, too. And th- I think that's the unfortunate part is there was no point yesterday where it was like, let's give him a jet sweep and see what he could do. There's, there's nothing to get him involved at all. He's out there doing cardio. But he has to. He's a decoy. He's a decoy. They have to game plan. <laughs> yes, Stefanski said. He's yeah, yeah. Team. He has to. Yeah, they game plan the hell out of him. Uh, they did, man. They sure game plan the hell out of him when they were loading up the box and swallowing Nick Chubb. Six yards. You got a lot of pent up anger for a young man. It's just it, yesterday was just so annoying. I I hate the yeah. Steelers so much. I love beating the Steelers. I wanted to tweet yep. the Michael Jordan cigar memes and everything else that had to do with it, and instead I got to tweet crying Big Ben because that's how I felt. Yeah, that was really sad. I didn't like that tweet all that much. All right, Cincinnati, <laughs> twenty seven and a half points. They're 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 putting up each game. They allowed about twenty. We're oh, averaging God. 23. We're giving up almost 23, 22 and a half. We've had uh, four overs, four unders in Cleveland Sounds games right. this year. Sounds Sporadic. Right. You never know what's going to happen. Right. Chris, flip flip a coin. What are you doing? Over, under. You trust this offense to put up some points. You guys have convinced me to go over. I looked at that. Okay. And after that game yesterday, I was like, boy, that's an awful lot of points. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had 25 yesterday. I, yeah, I'll go over. It's going to be a shootout. We talked about a game, what, in 2007, where it's almost 100 points, right? So maybe <laughs> we get a so little fun. Derek Anderson magic out there. And uh, Baker Mayfield can look look like the second coming of Derek Anderson. And I can't believe those words just came out of my Please mouth. Please don't ever say that again. Oh, man. Oh, we look like a team from 2007, all right? Yeah. How how do we not throw the ball? And and Stefanski, what's maddening, too, and I feel like a lot of people that, like, we talked about this, you know, the honeymoon phase is over for Baker. It's over for Andre. Way over for Stefanski. And the whole I got to be better thing is starting to turn into his I got to watch the tape. That's starting to fall onto deaf ears. I think what's crazy Mm -hmm. is he literally said we got to push the ball downfield. 
well, dude, you're calling the plays. Call something downfield. These That's tight fun. end sticks are are fun and, and to get the guy in a rhythm, but tight end sticks only take you so far. And by the way, we we got rid of the the run strategy. Go knock it, knock their teeth out with Nick <laughs> Chubb with Dearness Johnson, who by the way didn't get touched the ball at all. Yeah, if but three catches. He he had two nice drops too. We, one thing it was a 10 to 15 game you don't you don't go away if it's 40 to 10 yes then you have to throw the ball but you can stick to the run and people are acting like nick chubb was averaging like a yard per carry he was averaging like almost four yeah there were some really good runs in there. right at the beginning he broke off that big one right and i was like here we go all day long just give that give me that nick chubb I just and, and feel the, I feel like we're back to like not having an identity. And if we if I had to like pick an identity for this team, it would just be pump fakes. <laughs> <laughs> like just stop it. <laughs> pump fakes and then throw it to the tight end for a loss oh. of two yards. Boy, there's a lot I I know we're not talking about it right now because there's no prop bet on this, and thank God that there isn't. But there's there's some, a prop bet for everything, Nick. What is it? There are some demons. There's some prop bets for the over under on on Odell and Landry's contract and sprinkle in Austin Hooper too. And you got Wyatt Teller that needs a payday and Baker. Okay, pay Wyatt Teller. I'm 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 just scared. That's hey, if, all. have we seen any updates? Speaking of offensive line on Conklin. Uh, yeah, he's going to miss several weeks. So it was yeah. actually an elbow injury. So they brought out the cart and then they said it was a wrist and then he walked off and then it ended up being an elbow. So it's an elbow injury. I think the real issue is with the training staff in that case. You know, and you know, that bring that brings a whole other point as we're here, just, just having a therapy session. I wish there was some way to research this and I'm sure that there is. It's just that I'm not smart enough. We have to have so many injuries. I know it's part of football. It's part of the game. But, like, these calf injuries and stuff that, like, John Johnson the third didn't come back with a neck injury. It's just, like, it's something new every week to a key player. I, I think it's I think it's kind of spread around the whole league, Nick. Like, it's we're, we're way worse than a lot of teams. But, I mean, I don't know. You look at, like, Aaron Rodgers. He goes out. Beats the Cardinals with like three key players yeah. out of the game. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't. I like blaming the refs more than I like blaming injuries, even though it's been really really bad. Refs How about suck. that? Uh, yeah, that late hit, and then what's crazy is, and and in the same breath as Stefanski too, I felt like we got out coached by a guy that decided to let his kicker throw the ball and put the guy's life in serious danger. That's the guy that outcoached us on Sunday. When he came in to kick the extra point, I was like, oh, man, he's really going to go kick an extra point. And then he just walked off the field. And I was like, if we don't win this game, when they literally can't yeah. even kick an extra point, I'm going and to freak out. And I freaked out. And then how about same? And how about the one, two? And people are saying the defense. How could you make memes about the defense? They gave up 15 points. Ben literally stumbled forward like a drunken grandfather from two yards out right into the end zone. And then there was a holding penalty. So it got scooted way back and he still just threw it in. It's, it's like they're, they're bending and bending and bending and bending. And then they break. Yeah. All right. Clean, clean slate. How do we win this game? 
We got to get back on track. Run the ball. Run You're... the ball. I I completely agree. Get Nick Chubb okay. going, man. Baker is still hurt. He's still not a hundred percent. We can run the ball. That's the easiest out around, you know. And throw it. I and and right. It's like it's find the identity, which I don't. I thought we had this yeah. coach that was I, like a brainiac. Yes. Nick, find I, thought, I thought the identity was run the ball, pound the ball. And then play action bootleg. Take the top off. Right. Take the top off. The guy yeah, has the arm it? to do it. He has the arm to do it. He threw that Hail Mary pass with the broken shoulder. So so he has the arm. It's just like, it's batting. Why are we throwing out of empty on first and second down all the time? There's no deception at all. What is the creativity? Having Demetric Felton do the Macarena, the, the Irish jig. 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Just run 70 yards pre-snap. You're Yeah, you're playing 10 on 11 when you do that. I'll tell you one thing I did like. Finally, I saw a progressive commercial that I liked. Oh, which you don't like them? I don't like most of them. They're they just a little too cheesy for me, to be honest. I like the liquid you. cheese in the uh, Halloween. Yeah, that was okay. I like the one where he's going next door to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with Alice Cooper. That was classic. Did you guys see that I one? I didn't even oh, see yeah. that no. Oh, you didn't see that one. That one is good. Don't spoil it, Chris. That I was, was good. throwing up. Yeah, I'm sure well, it again. yeah, it was good. It was good. Okay. Alice Cooper's in it, and Alice Cooper's just fantastic anyway. And the yeah. fact that you know, living in this imaginary world where he lives next door to Baker Mayfield in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is just fantastic. So, <laughs> I'll give I'll give Baker that for yesterday. There we go. All right. So Nick Chubb, I think, is over under this week coming off the injury was 86 yards. I would say for this game, it's going to be like 88, 89 yards. No, we need more than that. No, I think that's what it'll be, what Vegas will set the odds to be. What do you think? Chris already took the over. 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 Pound the over. It's got to be over. For us to win this game, you've got to have Nick Chubb over 88 yards. He's got to be over 100 yards. There, I will say their running defense is actually pretty good. I don't care. That's exactly what we got to do, though. We got to run the ball. I don't care what they do. We've got to do it better. All right, give me a prediction. Browns, Bengals, Nick. Oh boy, I'm oh, only boy. doing this, and and I'm gonna have a very very difficult time doing this again if if they lose this football game because we talk about a must win. The Bengals helped you out by losing to the Jets. We Big time. we would be feeling a lot more down if that game didn't go the way that it did because it would really feel like the Browns had an uphill climb. But somehow yet still at 4 and 4 they still control their own destiny for the reasons that Chris talked about. You play a lot of AFC North opponents, but you also play a lot of AFC opponents. So you get the chance to knock off a Raiders team, a, a you know New England Patriots team. That's Jets. besides the point. Baker Mayfield really does Lions. own the Bengals organization. He does. He's really solid against them. We remember last year, it was like a cleansing of the season in Cincinnati in that second half. And there needs to be a come to Jesus moment like that for this entire offense, not just for Baker. And I think it's the perfect opponent against the Cincinnati Bengals. I know Steeler fans have had their fun and called us little brother. The true little brother in this division is the Bengals. You got to punch down on them while you still can because they are on the rise. I'm going to go Cleveland Browns 29, Cincinnati Bengals 24. 29, 24, that's the over. Sure is, by one, right? I don't know. I'm not that good at math. 
think I, the last class I took was pre-algebra. Chris. I, I really can't add a whole lot to that. I think Nick just put it all down and put it all just, out Just there. retweet Nick real quick. Yeah, exactly. Ditto. No, I think that was well spoken. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Browns 32, and I am going to go for the Bengals 12. We're going to wow. knock, we're gonna knock their kicker out again. So they can't kick any extra points. So they're going to have two touchdowns, no extra points. Dude, they That's actually got a good people. kicker. So, like, to take us back I know, to so old Browns going to be a strategic thing this week. And they After drafted week, a kicker. So they, they kind of, like, they yeah. took our luck. You know, we, we've drafted how many kickers, and it hasn't worked out. They drafted one in the fifth round, and everybody was like, what? And it worked. So I, think, I think this is going to be a wild game. I think it's going to be, like, 49 to 42. And wow. it's going to come down to the last drive. All right. There and we is. actually win a game-winning drive. Lock it Locked in. in. Locked in. How delusional are we? Very. So delusional. <laughs> but I need this. I need that, that mentality on a Monday. We can't be losing. like Cleveland.com and all of us say the loss. We can't do that. Like them with Dallas last week or last year. Or maybe that's what we need. They They need to turn the season around for us. Put out another graphic, please. Okay. Okay, that's it. If this doesn't work out this week, next week we're all predicting losses. Okay, I'm in. I probably would have anyway, so I'm in. <laughs> Nick's like, I'm way ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to do a show next Monday if we lose. It's we, in Foxborough next week. We're we going to talk winning. Cavs. In Heavy. Foxborough, must win game here for the Browns and Cincy because Bill has some – he always does. Fat flash forward a couple more weeks. And this week, Detroit Lions, we're coming off another loss. This is a must win. What do you think, Nick? Lions get their first win here, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so that was a rough one. We gave the Lions their first win. All right, we got the Raiders this week. It's a must win. Well, they don't have their head coach anymore because he had a bunch of old emails get on her. Well, we lost to the Raiders. We've got the Bengals again. Must win. Let's talk something funny. Chris, we haven't talked any Buckeyes. Big game this last Saturday night. That one Got also a- made me sick. I didn't yeah. think football was going to make me sick anymore after that. And then, of course, the Browns game occurred on Sunday. But that was bad on Saturday. That just is, That was not a satisfying victory. It was a victory, but, you know. I, I guess we're kind of spoiled. I would do we're kind of spoiled as Ohio State fans. Correct. Yes, that's and very spoiled that. talk right there. It really is. But come on, we should have just taken it to Penn State's nothing. They suck. But cheers to the band. That was nice, huh? <laughs> yeah. So if you didn't see it, or if you're on audio only, uh, Fox College Football tweeted this out: Ohio State's band. The best damn band in the land never passes up the chance to troll Michigan. Chris, what are the what did they do out there? And they made a big trash can, and you know the band, of course, doing their you know going in formation and everything, and had a guy throwing the Michigan logo into the trash can. So well done to the best damn band in the land there with the Buckeyes. That's right, they are phenomenal. Nick, worst- I'll tell you one highlight, one yeah. highlight from that game though. How about the yeah. thick six, right? Oh, six, man, baby. Yeah, yes. that was good stuff. 
Yeah, yeah that was good stuff. That, that was, was awesome. the highlight of that whole. He game. was rumbling. How about the the he GIF? I feel like this is going to be one that we could use for eons of them fanning him down as he's standing yes. there. We could use that one for a long time. He's probably still out of breath. That was fantastic. <laughs> All right, worst tweet of the week just came in tonight. All right, it sure but did. Nick, I feel like I don't know. I feel like maybe this could be you as well. So, what do you? What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, it's, it's it's Nick G. So it's Dollar Dog Nick's worst tweet of the week, not Nick Pinone's worst tweet of the week. This one is I'm one of those people that puts their Christmas tree up on November first. That's from our good buddy. Bill Squire. I'm sure Bill is feeling the same way as me. He's vibing. The Cavs are winning. He's probably listening to Katie Najat on the pod tonight. So he's got a lot of good things going in his life right now. And he decided, you know what? Let's just keep the spirit alive and get this tree up. I don't really have a problem with it at all. Bill Squire was drinking Oktoberfest in like May. I hate, I don't like Thanksgiving. Like August. I don't like Thanksgiving. So I'm cool with fast forwarding through Thanksgiving and getting right to Christmas. Really? I like Bill Squire's place there. It kind of looks like a dorm room. I don't know what he's got going. But it's the black it's light. The lights. <laughs> Maybe it's the black light. or It looks like it's almost on a mini fridge there. I'd like to believe that's what that is. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> for, Bill for Anderson Hall, Miami University. <laughs> Put the tree away, man. Good God. All right. That's we're done enough. here. I think we're done. When do you set up the tree? When do you set up the tree? After Thanksgiving. Yeah, Pro- usually okay, December 22nd. Fair. Goes down the 26th. <laughs> Bob, do you guys have a real tree, real tree or fake tree? Real. Every other year, I'm a divorced dad. So when it really doesn't count, it doesn't matter. I just put up the fake. But when we really want to get in Christmas spirit every other year, then we go out. We actually cut down the tree. We bring it home. Oh, we that's great. Cool. We have the music. Yeah. I really get into Christmas half the time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I just go green screen. I just have the family huddle around the green screen, <laughs> put up a couple different huge Christmas trees. Dude, ahead of the curve right there. Everybody's you could go that. see the lights digitally now. Oh, yeah. All right, we're Love done. It. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Big Play Reflog Show. Hope we got you through this Monday. We are on to Tuesday. We are on to Cincinnati. Shout out to Labatt Blue Light. Uh, enjoy that, Derek. That was a phenomenal win in Browns trivia. Who wants to be a billionaire? Really was. Enjoy, yeah, enjoy that GV Art shirt as well. Those will be coming in hot. Pick out a good one. Uh, shout out to Shaq News. Go check them out on Twitch. A lot of cool video games coming out. By the way, I just I don't know if I told you guys this last week. I bought a VR for my son Will's birthday. Dude, that dude. shit is wild, isn't it? Oh, oh my god! Have you done the boxing? The boxing. Uh, oh. so, so there's two boxing games. I oh. think Creed just came out with, with a game, like the movie. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's. Have you done that one? Oh, I have not. I just Maybe that's seen... how he trained me for big play boxing at Mark J. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Yeah, check that out. Go check out the reviews at Jack News. They're phenomenal. Jack Live News. Twitch streams almost every single day. Um, and TSE Cleveland, go get some signed gear. Chris, I saw your Joe Thomas one. I just got my Josh Cribs to put next to the Bernie Kozar. They have the best gear out there. Go check them out, TSE Cleveland. And we will see you guys next Monday night after a blowout win by our Cleveland Browns. We are getting back on track above 500, turning the season around against Cincinnati. Let's do it.
See you next week. It's time! Streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio! Presenting the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight podcast of the world! The Big Play! Before-